the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast. So you, we're always spreading knowledge to the kids, and especially what you were doing, what you're doing now with the with the with the spoken word, because it, it, it's different in your in your mind state. Mm. Your um, your poetry is a, it's a little a, a little bit different mind state than your rapping. Mm. All right, your rapping you was like that, but my, right now in in the mind state you're in right now you like this. So I can I can tell. Yes, sir. See, and he wanted he wanted the best to do it that I heard. So. That's great. You gonna spit? You gonna spit, man? No, man. no. You gonna spit? <laughs> you gonna spit? <laughs> Come on, man. You gonna no, spit? No, no. You're, 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 you're gonna... Tell him what you said. You said you're gonna fire off on the next nigga that asked you that. Go ahead, try that. <laughs> you gonna spit? Hey, that's Houston. Hey, you know when I first met Houston, he tried to wrestle me. He tried to wrestle me. Well, you know, buddy, Houston buddy. always sizing up everybody. No, I no. Hell, no. He was like, I forgot you used to wrestle, nigga. I ain't wrestling. Yeah. 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 Come on, man. But, no, but, but see, but, but you was you also had a little more size. See, we, we all again, we all thin out because again, you, you got to take care of yourself. Yes, but yeah, yeah, everybody's a little bigger, so <laughs> I and that's that's crazy. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not messing with the linebacker. Over over there, <laughs> the 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 lineman, dog, the lineman over. I ain't mess with them. Don't call me a lineman. That's disrespectful. Oh, I don't want no problem. I don't want no, I don't want no problem. Yeah, I got, I got pounds, get back to where I was, man. I'm tired of this shit. That's that's what. That was a two month fast, man. Fuck this. Oh shit. man, you don't want to do that. Nah, hey, hey, three day, hey, three days out the week. Three day, Monday, Monday six to six to twelve, so six p.m. to twelve p.m. Uh, twelve p.m. the next day. That would be the best time to fast. Oh, inter, uh, interval. Yeah, because because uh, you know, from twelve to six, you can eat whatever you want to eat. Mm. But after six o'clock, you got to cut uh, it off. It, uh, I mean, we coming up on August, so I do the Black August. Do you? Yeah, I'll be at Black August, so try to get in that mind state, the correct mind state for that. Mm-hmm. That's basically almost Ramadan, basically. So it's sun up to sundown, yeah. nothing dry. Wow. So. When I say I needed, I needed this water coming over the hill. That, that, oh, that, yeah. that hill's no joke. That, that hill no joke. I mean, how you cut the grass with a rope? I just did it. No. With a rope. With a he, rope. He was out there. I'm literally holding the rope. I'm gonna roll it down a little bit. Oh, back man. Down. I was telling him that's how we we do with a rope. We used to we used to with a rope. Roll it. Well, we just did. I did. Yeah, just do it with a rope. You just you know, and just bring it up with a rope. Yeah, that's that's old school. It's a lot of I don't know about them Texas. I don't know them Texas boys know how to do that. We just do it. Yeah, all right. okay, okay, all right. Hey, you, that's a, that's a, that's an incline. This is a this yeah. is an incline like that. Luckily, okay. it ain't all too. Right. Well, I was just telling somebody because somebody uh, was at the gym and they seen me mowing. He's like, man, I don't know how you got. <laughs> hey, hey, luckily it's only about this wide. Oh, if man. it was the full thing from the garage, I wouldn't oh, make man. it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make it, man. Like I'm I'm cool on that. Man, I'm man, like recording man. all this shit right here. Man, it's, that's, that's look, we need to just go. It, we'll cut it if we need to. Hmm. If we don't, we we rolling. It'd be funny. Yeah, you gonna you gonna spit over it? We're gonna be fighting up in this. Man, podcast. we're gonna be fighting, man. <laughs> I don't want no poetry now, man. You gotta you gotta check out some of the new stuff we doing, man. Yeah, we out here with it, man. It's oh cool. yeah. Uh, he, so he, said, a- he, he said we're gonna be fighting the uh, podcast room. I got this for you, no good. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Don't be the longest two, three minutes. Don't be the longest two, three minutes of the podcast. First of all, I'm going to call Coach you. We're going to open up the boxing gym. Then y'all can do what y'all want to do. Okay. Don't fight in here. I got, I got stuff in here. And E, man, you said we still ain't sparring yet. Man, you ain't come on, man. Come on, man. Down there. Man, come on. I was down at one time. You was there, remember? I was chilling. You didn't say nothing. I was chilling. You didn't say nothing. <laughs> he said he got re- okay. He pulling out the whistle. <laughs> I said, hey, let's go." He said, "I'm chilling." <laughs> I either probably either got done. I don't even know what it was. Either I just got done or whatever. But I, I, right hey, now, man, I, ain't, hey. I ain't even sparring nobody hey, right man, now. Man, that shit was crazy because when I was down there, um, the last time I was down there sparring was it red? Red? Red had me beat up his son. <laughs> For real, red, red. Rico, the oh, yeah, light skin, yeah, yeah. He said, he said, hey, he, he red said, it, he was sparring with us. He said, hey, um, put it on him a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I was like, I was like, you sure? He was like, yeah, put it on him a little bit. <laughs> First first couple of hits, man, it was bloody mouth, bloody mouth, nose, <laughs> and, and and and. But he wanted, I guess, he wanted to see how tough. Yeah, his son was, and yeah. his son, his son stayed. You know, he didn't, he didn't back off. He stayed in the pocket. But mm. uh, I could, man, I was like, man, just feel <laughs> that's, that's, that's old school. That, that's, hey, he said, put it on my son. I was like, oh, are you? I said, you sure? Uh, that, that was the last time I sparred there. Man, I don't even really be sparring because I'm like, ain't nobody heavy enough, and it's only a couple that are really, and then. When they do spar, they want to throw all they got at yeah, me. I'll be man, trying to see, I'll be like, the, I, I will be the safest person to spar with because because uh, because because I'll ask you what percentage you want to go. Oh yeah, and that's the percentage we're gonna stay. You say fifty percent, we ain't gonna be like, oh, we ain't doing all that. We we gonna stay at fifty percent. But the warning is, if you hit me hard, <laughs> I will hit you hard back. <laughs> and I, that's what I tell them every time I get, we get in the ring. If if you if you if we say a certain percentage, if we say you say twenty percent, and we just tapping tapping into the light, and you hit me hard, you getting fucked up. Right. <laughs> you got to get look get back. Uh, well, last last person I sparred, he ain't been back in a month. Oh I'm man, upset. That, that, yeah, that was a that was a uh, a big white guy that used to come to the gym that uh, that I that I tore up. <laughs> he ain't never he, I ain't never seen him back. I'm trying to think. What did he, he have really, long hair? Oh, there. Dude, we used to call. Him he was one tall. Dude. He was tall. He was tall. Real, real tall. You know, kind of thick dude, but he kind of tall, slender, thick dude. Man, we had one that I used to spar with him, me and Bree, but he he didn't have no skill, and he just stopped coming. Like he told coach, like hey, I man. don't want to get hey, hit. Man. Like, dude, hey, I dude, hey, hey, hey man, that's that, that, that's 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 us. Mm-hmm. That's that African American. You know what? And, I, and uh, that's another thing that I was going to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. I think we um we didn't even talk about that on the, on the podcast at the station. But uh, I stopped. I stopped calling myself African American. Mm-hmm. What you do? What now? What you just say? American? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just think about this. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a, I'm 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 American of African descent. See, I'm an American first. Mm-hmm. See, and, but you know, but I'm of African descent. Mm-hmm. See, once you get once you gain the knowledge, mm-hmm. and you know, again, and understanding history like we've been doing, mm-hmm. it's, and it, we we are all Americans. We built this goddamn country. So we are all Americans first. Mm-hmm. Jama- you don't you don't see you don't see Jamaicans going saying I'm a, a white Jamaican or or Afro Jamaican. No, they're they're Jamaican. 
Mm. When you when you go to all these different other countries, you know they 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 are proud of being from that country. So you know it's it's, it's not a bad thing that we we acknowledge ourselves as Americans. Mm-hmm. We are just Americans of African descent. Mm. So you know I, they, people are not saying that shit correctly when they when they're saying, "Oh, I'm African American." No, we are not African Americans. We're not from Africa. We are of African descent, but we are we 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 are, we are from America. See, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you had me thinking about that. Oh, when we when we spoke about that uh, during the podcast, man, all all the history and knowing knowing that. I mean, just the understanding in general of the difference between nationality versus uh, origin or ethnicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So most your, your father's from your father's from Africa. Yeah. So I can say he, whichever one I want to say to be honest. exactly. See, you you can you can say whatever you want to say because you your father is from Africa. Yeah, and like, but nationality, I'm American. I was born here. I'm American. It's like American. I, by just by birthright and by by the, those old laws, like where you born, and I tell people we get we so confused with it. And like I said, what if two black people from here mm-hmm. went to China and had a child? That, that, what would you call that child? That child will be Chinese. That child by nationality. That, by, yeah, by nationality, but that then, child will be Chinese but, of African descent. But because we use this thing called race, which is ambiguous and has no true meaning, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to define his race. Mm-hmm. It would be confused because you can't say they're African American. They are not American at all. Mm-hmm. See, by definition, they were born over so, there. They are not American. You were just of. Uh, so then, we we don't have the proper definitions for anything. Exactly. Exactly. So. so when when kids are being born in Germany, you get that a lot. When kids from military families being born in Germany, they are they they are German citizens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they were born out off the base, technically they are German. They born German, in German. You are German. You are you are a German citizen. And I hopefully they gave you your citizenship card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can you can be in Germany and you can be from America mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, man. We we can get deep. We can get we can get deep into this conversation, man. Whatever, man. One of these days we are gonna just have our own drop, so we ain't got to intro ourselves, man. But it's three saying our podcast, man. We got special guests. Yeah, he already we already thirty eight minutes in. Now we about twelve minutes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, are you saying I'm special or special? I'm saying you make up your definitions like the rest of the world. <laughs> you define yourself. Well, I'm not special at all. Yeah. I'm a, I'm amongst great men, so we are we're, we're great men. Yes, sir, yes, man. Sir. We got a a legend of Omaha, Nebraska, man. Uh, Hip hop historian, yes, uh, starter in the region, uh-huh. like true. And when I say hip hop, I mean like I don't know if you MC, but you did the other. No, I helped. I helped. No, I helped. I helped people. Okay. I ad lib for people. Okay. But but see but see I'm, I mean I got, I still got this thing about this legend thing. But what is, what what is what is a legend? Mm. You you the teacher? What is it? What's the legend? Mm. I think I mean in language. What, what would be the definition of a le- legend? I think a legend is somebody that is essentially a, a pillar for a movement or something greater than themselves. Uh, and I don't think it's it's something that has to be. Uh, you can be a legend in your own right with various communities or micro communities. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but when I talk about a legend, that's why I said in Omaha, especially with hip hop, you're somebody who did literally does did and does three of the pillars of and hip-hop. a part of the original movement of hip hop in this city mm-hmm. that people don't know. Mm-hmm. So you can't be an originator and not be a legend unless you've solely your name to that point, but, but you haven't. So I'm like that for me, whether people know it or not, it doesn't diminish the achievement. It doesn't diminish the imprint. And 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 I think I think that's the um, thing I got, or I th- thought about that because I'm not a legend. 
because there were they, if you're gonna go legend, you go people that were before me mm. that actually started started the movement. Mm. But see, in, in in my definition, I'm a participator. Mm. We all are participating in the same thing. Mm. Like right now, we're doing this podcast. We all are participating in this in, in this podcast. Does that does that make you guys legends? Mm. Not by trade, but it don't mean that we won't be. Yeah. See, but 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 is that over time? See, and, and that's what I'm saying. I have a problem with being called a legend. I'm a, I'm just a participator mm-hmm. of of the, of any culture, whether it be MMA, whether it be be uh, hip hop or any culture. Uh, I don't consider myself a legend, big dog. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I don't know if the legendary people do. but see, because even uh, I, I saw an interview with uh, Jordan. He don't he don't consider himself a legend either. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah, he don't consider himself a legend either. Could be because again, all we're doing, all we are all doing, is participating in the same thing, either making it better or worse. Right. And hopefully, all the things that I can I, I I contributed to each each and every culture, and in the city, and the country, and over the world. It, uh, hopefully, I contributed something that made it better. That's why. That's how you do it. Oh yeah, I, I like to say you did. I mean, especially when you start talking about the fight scene here. Like you know, we had people who was doing it before you. We had a lot of legends. Omaha was a place where major heavyweight fights was held at in the past. Yeah, yeah. But as far as like resetting the culture, um, I don't think that Bud Crawford could have been who Bud Crawford was if you didn't set the legend, the stage that you did. Like I mm. think that like you What's brought it? you brought a light back to the city. But see that, and that's that's another interesting thing. Because it, it, my that that was not my my intention to do so. All I did was you know starting with hip hop culture was was trying to bring light to what we was already doing here. Mm-hmm. That was it, and 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 it started with hip hop culture. So anytime I went out, uh, whether I was break dancing or whether I was doing graffiti or whether I was doing anything, I always wanted to make sure that people knew that we was represented properly in Omaha. Because first of all, what was the first thing people say when you when you say you're from Omaha? It's black Cause people. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not originally from Omaha, but I've been here all my life, so I am a resident of Omaha. So there's no black people in Omaha. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, does uh, did anybody know anything about the culture of Omaha before they even got here? Did you know about the culture of Omaha before you got here? The culture, not really. No. See, and did you uh, now? And your your family from here? Yep. See, and so you grew up in the culture. Mm-hmm. So if I if I say uh, Vietnam projects, would would what? Yes, sir. You know about Vietnam. If I say yes, like Hilltop, uh-huh. right? If I if I, I I lived in where Hilltop was. What you talking about? <laughs> where Vietnam is. So I've been again, here. Too you, it's, you your family's been already embedded in Omaha culture, but you know it, it, it's uh it's just interesting because being from I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I know more about the culture in East St. Louis. Than people that live there because they don't study history. That part, and I'm a, I'm a history guy, mm-hmm. I, and I studied the history uh, of Omaha. Even when, even as a kid, I studied the history of Omaha um, when they when they uh, burn burn the guy up downtown. Mm-hmm. Will Brown, yeah, Will Brown, yeah, and 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 his uh his gravesite is in what South Omaha. I don't know. For I think sure. I think it's in, I think it's in a cemetery in South Omaha. But 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 the point being is that uh, you know even as a kid, I always wanted to. Make sure that I knew where the hell I was at. That part, mm-hmm. you know where the hell was you, you was at. And so, if you say Vietnam, if you say Hilltop, if you, you say, say my yachts, yeah, you say my yachts, the you know, the yachts. <laughs> <laughs> you say the yachts. You yeah, you come on, come on, man. You know, you know what it is. So so, uh, or or we just that damn old, man. But but hopefully, all the things that I've done here in this town, or anything collectively outside of this town, that it's made it better. Mm-hmm. And talking to y'all. Right now, y'all want me here. 
making everything better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Houston Alexander is who we got, so give him a round of applause. Oh, round hey. Hey, is, that, is that the fake claps? <laughs> you got your engineers on the fake clap. Trouble, trouble, trouble. He gave us a trouble warning. Like, oh, Lord. Man, oh man. But, hey, but see, and, and it's cool. Thank y'all for having me on the show. And this is, to me, uh, I think we did a, did a few podcasts. And I think, why is the podcasting so big um, on, on, online now? Why do you why do you guys think that is? Because uh, I mean, people want to want different different types of information or different very uh, uh, different outlooks on information. That, is that what you think? I think I think y- yes to a degree, but it also brings a level of of what could what should be or could be honesty and perception that you're not going to get on mainstream television. Mm. It allows people to be a little more expressive, not fully, because you can still get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you can get away with a lot of stuff, and you can find people who have similar or conflicting ideas, who mm-hmm. aren't cookie-cutter, people who are of what you understand or know or represent that have a, uh, some say-so that and you will gravitate towards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it... it and, and just like anything, it could be good or it could be bad. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. But it does allow an avenue for folks who are not traditionally allowed in media spaces. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so people are able to flourish and get their shit off, show their intelligence, show their ability uh, to host, show their knowledge base, um, show their charisma. But not everybody deserves a mic, though. Mm. Hell no. <laughs> mm. Not everybody deserves a mic, but, but I know in general – but knowing you two brothers, you deserve a mic. Mm, from, from the knowledge that uh, that good you got, Ian, and the knowledge you have, we have we we have the knowledge to 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 uh, spread to the next generation of kids. And to me, uh, from now on, it's been about the kids because you can't. Sometimes you are uh, you you can't save the parents because mm. the parents don't give a shit. Mm. But you can you can you can try to save the kids, and and, and I think that's where we're at now with uh, being being grown adults, especially being. Uh, on the internet because the, you know of, of course we know the internet is gifted and cursed but we with podcasting or or doing shows like this man you can have somebody out there that might be on the same page as you and they they really feeling y'all mm-hmm. so you know I'm glad you guys are doing this and and, and expressing yourselves cuz that's that's dope yeah, man. I mean, shit. It, you know, good and the bad. We ain't had too much bad. The bad we had was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got ran up on that bar. Uh, she looked good. We, we didn't mind that. They're like, hey. Let you tell your story. <laughs> that's that's funny, man. But so so now, where where did the idea come from? Where you know where? Why did you guys decide? And I don't mean to, to, to ask the re re ask the question, but how did you guys? Why did you guys decide to do a podcast? Houston is the host of the Street Center podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, oh! Yeah. <laughs> what do because he got his he got his own and he be getting busy. Uh, so how it started? Honestly, it started yeah. during the pandemic. Um, I wanted to stay engaged with music. I've always been a person when I DJ or just in music. I'm always looking for new artists, putting people on to yeah. new things. That's just how I do. I'm old school like that. I want to play what you don't got. So the whole time of the pandemic, every day I would post a song. Every day, except on Sundays. I would post a song with a, from a different lead artist, and I did it for like 200-some days straight. Say, I did not know you was doing that, man. Yeah. I, maybe because I was too busy trying to get my shit together during the pandemic. We, was but all I mean, I, but I, we were all trying to, but yeah, man, I did not know that. That's yeah. dope. That is dope. 
I was doing that and I called it. I was trying to figure out a name. I was like, man, I feel like I'm just putting people on. Like, and I've said it before, people like you would probably be a dope AR for a company mm-hmm. if you like you got an ear for talent yeah. and know how to find it. So I call it Streets AR because Streets is um, you know, I'm not assigned to anybody. I don't do this for a company, but also streets represent where we live. We all live on the street somewhere, so mm-hmm. it represents the people. And A and R and artists and repertoire just putting people on, finding the talent, finding the the ear. So I was doing that with the post, and I was like, man, I sh-. people always say, you need to get on the mic. Like, you can get on the mic. But, this man here, you can get on the mic. We need- yeah, but, but we said this a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it just had to happen. Yeah. I, I'll say had to loosely, but it had to happen. Um, and then talking to Johnny, when we was just building on, especially around 2020, like, it was a rough year, but it was a beautiful year. Yeah. That was, it was very uh, serene, the way... Life was uh, Man, the the the, the pandemic was. shut everything down. Down. I think that was God's way of of, of telling people to slow the hell down. Mm. You know, and so just slow, slow, just slow down a little bit. You know, and not you know, and we just need y'all to just regroup. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think look look what everybody's doing. Look what you know again. Look what you guys are doing because it slowed everybody down and it told you that it, uh, things can change like mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I like think, that. I think it amplified whatever was in you, and that could have played out a couple ways. Mm-hmm. So it amplified whatever was in you. So yeah, you're right. Had anxiety and the de- uh, depression uh, resting heavy on your soul. It amplified it. Mm. Yeah. If you had a, I, will, I agree. If you had a I agree. Will to make different. It amplified it. it mm-hmm. So it it only amplified mm-hmm. what was there. That and if your hustle game, if your hustle game was 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 tight, it amplified, it, it amplified your hustle game to make make you think yeah. about it. So man, yeah, man, we uh we were meeting and we was like we gotta get a team. Basically, uh, young guy was uh he was in Johnny's class in the summer at Upper Bound. Okay, he came by my class and would pop in, causing ruckus. <laughs> but, it to but, but do you see? But do you see again? It started with you guys and and, and collectively come bringing everybody together mm-hmm. with the knowledge I already had. Man, that's crazy, man. Yes, sir. It was just pulling and um. Miguel used to be down at the Bryant Center. Mm-hmm. Johnny was down there with his cousin Sherman. That's his kinfolk. Yeah. So uh, he talking to him, seeing what his skill set was. Like we could use you. Brought him into a meeting. We had another individual with us, uh, D, who was here at the beginning. Yeah, and we just literally started meeting in August, September, September, September. and by November, by November we were going. We no, recorded our last episode. I think the last week in November, our first episode. Excuse me. Like so, from no, 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 I don't think nobody knows how powerful we are when we start meeting and and, and bringing the idea together together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just it's just funny that how that people think that we need other people to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier in the, in, in the show, mm-hmm. no, we we just need to get together, mm-hmm. get our idea together, and get and move on it. Yeah, man. Like, stop, stop, stop BSing and just just move on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah we it's didn't. A, I think it's about people not gatekeeping either, because I mean. Like me, right? With music, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I was at music-wise if it wasn't for you. But why, why? Why do you figure? Because you, hey, because you were hustling though to get in that position to be there. My little brother was the one who told me, "Go hand my CD to you." I hand that CD to you. You invited me to the radio station when Crit Talib Kweli and uh, and Tech Nine was coming through. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? That was on you, OG, to plug me into that and bring me in. You listened to the music and actually checked it out, actually rotated, brought it on. So it's like the people who in position to actually amplify and empower mm-hmm. the youth, a lot of times they be in competition with the youth. So it's more people like yourself who 
need the platform. So just thank you for and what I, you but, see, I, but I agree with that because some of the people, some of the people that run cities, you know, they're, they're gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And there's a, we, you know, we, we have a lot of gatekeepers in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, there's been a few times where I damn near cussed a lot of those gatekeepers out because you need to stop holding on to either the money yep. or the knowledge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, give it up. Everybody's trying to hold, everybody's trying to hoard shit. And that's why we still, um, that's why 24th and Lake still looking the way it look. Yep. That's why, you know, 16th Street. That's what I was going to say. 16th Street Listen. looking the way it's looking. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know things take time, but we don't take, don't take 20, 40 30, years. 40 years <laughs> when you can go around. And, and, and the, it, people who are watching this podcast, we're talking about different streets in Omaha. Nebraska, um, Blackstone. Mm-hmm. Blackstone used to be crack alley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom, all Three that. Years. You know, come on, good. Listen, when on, it was cheaters, on. you know what I'm saying? Come on, come <laughs> on. Hey, that Blackstone, that whole down area that used to be crack, cracked out. Um, now, 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 buildings worth 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 millions of dollars down there. Mm-hmm. Benson, same thing. Midtown, you know. So, so Midtown, all these different areas are, are flourishing, and and the gatekeepers in our community either don't they don't even. It seems like they don't give a shit about what's going on right now, mm. or, or maybe 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 they are, or maybe the other gate gate keepers that are be uh, that are, they're above them holding them back. Mm. See, we don't. I guess we don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can, can we see we we're off topic a little bit, but uh, we, you know what I'm saying? We, we off topic, but we on topic. Yeah, on topic. because because it maybe they're the gate those gatekeepers are keeping the gatekeepers we thinking they're gatekeepers down. Mm-hmm. So then so we, we don't know. So we need to jump the gate and go talk to the real ones. So mm. there's a way to get to them, and this ain't this. Like I've been in the meetings with some uh-huh. heads of. Development companies off a whim, two hour crash oh, see, course. See, head, head, the head man, and for no reason, homegirl invite me because she seen some plans that I I wanted drawn up for like 16th Street. Uh huh. And she was like, I remember you in this class. Can you come with me? I don't know what they want. Bet I come with you. Got us lunch. Boom. This the game. This commercial real estate, two okay. hour crash course. Mm-hmm. He could have been mining data, but I, he either he gonna move on or he ain't. But. Mm-hmm. It don't even matter. Ain't nothing going on with it now. No, you know what? Hey, that's that. I, that's what ski masks are for. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what ski masks are for. We go. We got. We might have to might have to make you do it. Yeah, and I was just I was just literally just talking to Soul uh, the uh-huh. uh, two days a couple of days ago, and we was talking about some of the issues with you know venues and uh, where we be at, and sometimes the trouble we get ourselves in as people, but we don't. We we can't dictate the rules or really ensure safety in these places because we don't own them. So as soon as the one thing pop off, we get kicked out. Now you know, we got zero. He's like, we. You said, bro. I'm, he he'd like us. He's like, I don't really want to complain. We just got to. He said, bro. We got to get back to ownership. Period. We do have to get back to ownership, but but once we get ownership. It's the patrons that we have to still teach, which is fine. So come on, out, man. And that's that's the crazy thing because you can be what a twenty-two to thirty-five year year old male or female, and not say, "Oh man, we don't have any place to go." Mm. You know why? Because people keep fucking it up. Mm-hmm. And, and you know why? Because because they have the mentality where they that we 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 don't have the ownership. If, if you had one either one of those people that come into the to the club, come into the business, 
if they had their own business, they probably appreciate your business even more so. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We don't have we don't have none we don't of them. We don't have no business. We don't. They don't. Hey, we don't have no business, and they don't have no business. So we ain't got no business mm. doing any of that shit. Mm, that's that crazy, huh? That part. That's crazy because because you hey you you don't care if you walk you you walk into Walmart. Own names. Nobody nobody cares. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Mm. So you you can walk you you walk into uh um. Either one of the one of the grocery stores in our neighborhood. Does anybody care enough to to, to pick the damn trash up in the, in the parking lot? Mm-hmm. Does anybody care enough to, to to be in your own neighborhood? I seen somebody the other day, and this is how I know no one cares about business. Is that when when I'm I'm driving, I'm seeing this lady throw Chuck uh Popeyes right there out the window. <laughs> Chuck, but you 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 got trash. You 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 can have a trash can. Sitting right there, and, and no one, no, no one gets out of their car, and then throws. No, you don't have enough pride for for your neighborhood to where you get your ass out the car and throw it away. Because they, because you ain't got no business. They don't own their neighborhood. Because they're like, it ain't mine. They gonna deal with it. You ain't if got it was no, yours. You you wouldn't you wouldn't allow that. E, you ain't got no business. <laughs> you ain't got no. That's it. Mm. What you finna say, Johnny? I'm just thinking. Yeah. You know, it's like an interesting dynamic with ownership because we was just talking yesterday about how certain people when they own stuff they they don't have the appreciation for it so it's like why if you own this why do you treat it a certain mm-hmm. way yeah so it's still a psychology with ownership where mm-hmm. you got to take pride in ownership but you got to take pride and move with love and ownership mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the jordan effect mm-hmm. I, be, I bet you if somebody stepped on them damn jordans i bet you i bet you uh, you you will have pride in your your, your shit then mm-hmm. huh? it's about it's not just owners that what do you value what does that owning it mean to you What's the value of it to you? Mm-hmm. Which means if you don't value it worth being anything really for you, then you'll treat it any such way. E, where does it start at? Where where does that where does that value factor start though? Starts at home. Mm-hmm. And if 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 nobody, whether it be a parent, because in a one parent uh, one parent home or two parent home, if nobody cares to teach the next generation or the, or to te- teach any type of value at all, no one's gonna care. I don't care. I don't care what it is. Mm. No one's gonna care if if you don't teach your son or daughter, or you know. Again, because I don't know if we've lost generations where the generations stop teaching the next. Because that's what it seemed like it's done. Mm. Where to in, in our black communities, people stop teaching values to their kids. Mm. Or there's a flip side of that. Did you let media, social media, television, or video games? Teach your kids values. Mm. Which I, one is it? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna just say that I think values. You've been around kids. Yeah. You've been you. We work with kids. What do you think? I'm, honestly, <clears throat> I mean, values are taught through actions. So we don't understand as kids what we're being taught mm-hmm. when they're trying when they're telling us things like make your bed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they're telling you iron your shirt. Mm. Because what you're teaching is presentability and decorum. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're teaching, make sure you put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it through a different lens where I shouldn't have to tell you exactly this is why, but you should do that and watch how people treat you based on how you treat yourself. Okay. How you treat the things around you. Mm-hmm. Make sure my house is clean when I come home. Mm-hmm. It teaches you that anybody could come in here and you want to put your best foot forward if they do. We have guests that might pop up. Mm-hmm. Like these things are, we're taught 
and maybe I don't know if there's a lot of people teaching that. No, they are not teaching that. So they are not teaching that, but because again, you you have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. If you're telling, but if you're telling somebody, to, if you're telling your kids to uh, to clean up the bed, okay, and they go in your room and see your shit messy every day, mm-hmm. why why should why should I clean up my bed? Mm-hmm. Mom or dad, yo y'all bed y'all bed messy. Mm-hmm. Why should I go in and clean up the kitchen? When ain't nobody, y'all, y'all not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So again, you, you, you're right. You have to lead by example. If I'm, if I'm ironing my shirt, son, this how you, this how, son or daughter, this how you iron a shirt. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're right. You have to lead by example. If you're not teaching the example, that no one else is going to uh, uh, respect any of the businesses or respect any of the neighborhoods mm-hmm. or respect themselves. Yeah, man. It's. I don't know if we really want to go there today, but it's just so. Hey, man, we hey, we we going there. Yeah. I, I just be watching, like I just be watching stuff, and it's. I think we have lost. I don't want to say we we are losing cl- the importance of class, and not mm. like the class system. And what do you mean? Carrying yourself with class mm-hmm. doesn't is not as important anymore. For example, like you had the the what they the twerking senator in Rhode Island. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying you can't do what you want to do, but I think it was pushed as a campaign, mm-hmm. right? Not on your personal. I'm just doing this. Yeah. Not even that. Not 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 you, catching you in the club, tweet. Yeah, you 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 yeah, doing yeah. this shit on purpose. Yeah, you doing it as a part of. So I'm like, and that's just an example. Like we don't do we or do we not care about the. That's where the culture has gone. E being professional mm. in our in our professions. Mm. So I don't like you being a professional because you have professional is not a noun; it's an adjective. Mm. You can be a professional something, mm. but you have to take a professional approach in whatever that is. Mm. So meaning of uh, even a hooper has to do certain things in their profession to make sure they're at the top notch in their profession. Yeah, yeah. So that any any pro athlete, yeah, so should should. should, should should uh, should should uh, conduct themselves no more whether female or, or male. You should conduct yourself in a, in a way to, to 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 maintain. Yeah, and that may that's gonna look different. Like we don't expect y'all uh, some athletes to have the same uh, uphold the same standards, but we do expect you to work extremely hard in the gym. That's part yeah, of your profession. Exactly, that's part of yours. So you gotta go put in extra. You're expected to put in extra hours. You're expected to go get a manicure and pedicure and protect your investment in yourself. Yep. Like so, that's being a professional even in their realm. But we don't. We're kind of losing sight and trying to mirror everything and saying everybody can do everything at any time and it's okay and it's not. But but when you when you got parent again, you go back to parent. It starts at home first. When you got the parents who don't. Teach you how to be, you know, uh, have some type of class about yourself. And if you do happen to be that pro athlete and go to the next level, that's why they got these programs Mm -hmm. in the NBA, Mm -hmm. in the NFL, Mm -hmm. or the or or whatever that teaches them how to be professionals, teaches them how to uh to uh to to uh, manage their money. Mm -hmm. And I've seen these these different programs over the years because they've seen that none of these kids. Had, had the knowledge mm-hmm. crazy man mm-hmm. i think it's bleeding over well past the athletes now and that's and it's like who's teaching people how to conduct 
proper business. And that doesn't mean be a certain snob or snooty way. Mm. It's just certain aspects of business. We talk about all the time, like Mm -hmm. with us doing shows, everybody's going to have a contract. Mm -hmm. We're going to have contracts about every piece of the business part of it. Yeah. Which means what time you got to be here, the money won't be. If you don't perform this, you ain't going to do this. You sign it. This is when you get your money. But that's just being professional. In, in our business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we on a media run. You got to do these many appearances. This mm-hmm. is the platforms we're doing, but that's being professional, mm-hmm. right? So it's, But that somebody has to either teach you that or you got to learn the hard way. Or do you, uh, you think, because uh, there's another th- theory about everybody being spoiled. You think everybody's spoiled? Hmm. Think, you, think, you think social media, you think you think uh, the, the attention-grabbing system got everybody spoiled? Hmm. Uh, man... You remember that little thing I just told you about? Oh, the heart see, you say, "Hey, man, see that?" Yeah. Oh, boom! We look at that. We uh, we uh, uh, we get it. So yeah. it was a, it was a it was a man. Uh, I was watching a motivational video. He said, uh, "Okay." He said, "My my grandfather walked ten miles to work. My father walked like three to five miles to walk. I had a Honda to go to work in when I was a working age. My son would have a Lexus. His son would have a Ferrari going, but then his son would be back walking." And he said, uh, his son asked him, well, why is that? That He said, tough times make uh, tough times make great men. Great men make easy times. Hmm. Easy times make weak men. Weak men make tough times. <laughs> so when y'all, it, get, y'all get that? <laughs> so the process, the for, building, gaining fortitude, that mm-hmm. process of wielding, Sharpening that iron is what made people strong in whatever sense of and whatever you're talking about. But when it becomes too too easy, easy, you don't have these skills. You lose these skills. You don't. You don't have. You don't have you don't character. Have character, and you're subject. You don't have to character. Back, subject to go back and fall for whatever and get placed back in a situation that it started that they helped build to keep you from going in it. But we don't realize there has to be some process there has to be a process to a degree you just don't you don't want all the hard lessons but you got to have some lessons mm-hmm. let me let me ask you something you because you, you you guys been working with kids for a little bit too does anybody know how to uh, to clean up her, their house does anybody know how to wash dishes? Mm. Does anybody know how to wipe down the bathroom and go in there and scrub the toilet? Mm. Does anybody know how to do the basic everyday thing like I know kids who, who can't do the basics isn't that crazy? Yeah, like they literally don't wash dishes. Like literally, don't can't it, wipe down the toilet. You know, be wipe down a toilet. Yeah, where you pee and uh, piss in mm. or, or, or shit in, and then they don't they don't know how to do none of that stuff. Wipe down walls that you're touching every single day. You know, they, you know. Again, this again, we're coming up in a different time because mm-hmm. when we every Saturday, guess what it was for me and my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. After after you woke up early to watch some cartoons, yeah, yeah hey, you, you why you you, you hey, but it's time to go wash the walls. It's, it's time to go clean up. We already knew what it was, mm-hmm. but but again, when did the generations stop being responsible and teaching the next generation how to conduct themselves and how to how to how to have character? Mm-hmm. So, it may be it may be a lot of that. Um, I I want to give you everything I never had syndrome. Which always is a detriment mm. because you didn't know you didn't have it. Mm. You had everything you needed. Mm. It's okay. They don't need everything you never had. Mm. That's why you made it because you didn't have everything. So so we go here. We go and we we switch lanes real quick. Good. And when you were kind of coming up rapping, mm-hmm. was it was did the next generation of of MCs or the, that came before you try to help you 
during your process? Because I hear a lot of these um, uh, stories about how we were so far uh, trying to come up on our own after the you know the the 80s you know Sugar Hill Gang that that we were so hungry to try to uh, to outdo um, ourselves that we we stopped teaching mm. the next generation how to how to uh, how to conduct themselves musically mm. you know rap wise mm. so so did anybody that, that came before you try to help you with your career help you put you on besides you know besides the radio station stuff we talking about you know hey i see the potential in this young man did anybody try to teach you because i hear these stories about how uh the gen- our generation never taught the next generation of, uh, of kids how to conduct themselves when they want to do music because that's why you got all the mumble shit and all the people thinking they can they, they can actually have talent to do music because I was told that that the next generation of kid, uh, of, of men and women didn't pass the knowledge on. Yeah. Did, the, did the knowledge get passed on to you? Yes and no. Yes and no. What do you mean? What do you mean? So um, some things you learn indirectly. Some some things you learn by observation. Okay. But I also did have an older cousin who did teach me the game. You know, my okay. cousin Sherman Boss, man, you know, um, they was doing music under NRP, Nigga Rig Productions. Okay. So Untamed Music been around for a very, very long time. And my cousin was actually the first one who taught me how to count bars. So it was in counting bars. I remember FL Studios, you know, like I've been on FL Studios since FL Studio number three. I think they own like FL Studio 22 right now. And that's a normal, that's an Omaha. No, that's no, that's the, the that's uh, digital interface. Okay, so to okay. make beats on. So, okay, okay. So you, FL Studios, Logic, Reason. Okay, stuff oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I had made a beat on FL Studio and I sent it to my cousin and I thought it was so fire. And he like, <laughs> where the verse start at? Where the chorus come in at? So he had to teach me how to count bars, how to break down bars, the structure of a song. So, so you were, you were, so you were, you had a good start. On, on on structuring songs, doing music, mm-hmm. but um, but a lot of these kids right now, they're even even seeing them do what they do now. They're they've a lot of, a lot of people are self taught mm-hmm. because I don't I did did the did the next generation did you now you that generation did you teach the next generation? I try. Um, I think that I see what I'm saying. Did you did you teach the next generation? I haven't directly sat down and taught like okay, this is how you count this bar. This is what you do. Uh-huh. Um. I just kind of throw seeds out there. So like with this young man, okay. you know, um, he does music. They both do music. Um, they've heard countless guests and countless guests come here to talk about like my skills and what I've done in music. And I'm an open book for them. Um, they haven't really came to come in, you know, so I'm more of a, I have the understanding that when the lips of, when the ears of wisdom are ready, the lips of wisdom will speak. Yes, sir. And so like when you ready, your master will, okay. will appear, you know, and they ready. I say, and again, do, do, are they self-taught? Are you guys self-taught? Are you, are you musically, are y'all self-taught? Yeah. yeah. See, so, so yeah. you didn't need, you didn't need the knowledge from this man because, Mm-mm. because the information, the information is out there. And again, that's the gift and the curse with the internet. The information is out there for you for for the next generations to gain the knowledge, but you still got to have that generation to where you sit down and you say, "Hey, this is what you do, the structure song. This is what you and that, that's in any field. Mm-hmm. This is what you do to play football. Mm-hmm. This is what you do to play basketball. This is what you do to play chess." You know, you you got to have somebody still tell you, you know, what to do in 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 regards because even though you guys are doing music 
and y'all gaining getting to meet, you still need some type of OG to say, okay, you're doing this right, you're doing this right, but you're doing this wrong. And sometimes, man, it's just about being in the presence of people because yeah. there's, there's, I agree. there's something called, you know, uh, ZPD, which is on the proximal development, okay. which is just by being in the proximity of a master, it can elevate your skill level. So some things people oh. need help with, yeah. some things people can do with your help, and some things people would not be able to do even with your help. Oh, And so sometimes with some people who don't have belief in themselves, just being around the proper person will elevate them to the point where they can do what they thought that hold they on, could. Hold on, Johnny. <laughs> I've know you've seen it. That's yeah, training. but hey, that, you've yeah. done it. Like this yeah, is what man. coaches wow. for. So, yeah. like, this is so that's what coaches are for. Yes, so so players in the game. One day you're gonna need the coach to help y'all to help you out, right? Yes, so that there it is. That's cool. Yeah, man. That's uh you go get it when you want to. Like that's how I stumbled upon DJing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opening my mouth, mm-hmm. making a decision, and saying, "Man, I want to DJ." Dating my wife, she's like, "Oh, I used to uh, intern for this one DJ. I call him. Oh, he having a workshop. You should go up to the workshop. I pull mm-hmm. up, and it ain't nothing but like ten year old kids." Mm-hmm. I said, "But I better take my grown ass in there." <laughs> I'll be out. <laughs> exactly. So, but when you're ready, you'll go. So he was like, "Well." Since she gave me this check, I'm going to give you this opportunity for free. She just hooked me up with this check, and I still had to show up. I still had to do my lessons, but I was ready to make make that move. But you got to you gotta be seeking. So, But, you know, you, know, so you got to have it in you. Mm-hmm. You got to have it in you. You know, you you said, I'm going to be a DJ, but you got to have it in you. I want to be an MC. Mm-hmm. You got to have it in you. Mm-hmm. I want to engineer. I want to do a podcast. You got to have it in you. If you're not, if you don't, if you don't have it in you to do anything but lay in your bed and scratch your balls or vagina, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like the one thing the, these fellas here have is is belief mm-hmm. and and understanding of why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like with or without no money, mm-hmm. we made. Bro, but, ho- ho- but hold up, what 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 is that? Mm. What is that? Mm. That's a team. Mm. Yeah. And then, then you've been playing for teams for how long? Mm. Right. You've been, you've been playing, and you know, now, now, now you now you quarterback and now you coaching. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. But and, and and it takes a team to to make it happen. Yeah, and it's and it's you gotta have some type of there what they can get out of this is what they put into it. There's a lot of like intrinsic value in what we're doing. Regardless if we ever see a real dime or not. Mm-hmm. Like the things they can pull from this is gonna be up to them. Yeah. But they they like we can say we see vision for what not just what we doing what, what doing. individual can do yeah. like i see when like vision and we talk regularly so it's like by just stepping stone i'm i'm cool you know we want it to be millions of views yeah but i'm cool if this is a launch for them mm-hmm. i'm i did my job mm-hmm. i did my job you like know, that's how i feel about it yeah. and it's like and i'm i'm cool when like the things we started on episode one have been manifesting this year. That yeah. part. We talked about artists on episode one and yep. two have them two of them have come to Omaha. Yep. Nice. And we you know what I'm saying? Like yep. we done brought yeah. two of them. Yep. So it's 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 that type of stuff. It's coming full circle. Like, are you moving how you're supposed to be moving? Cause it'll fall into play. Are are you pissed that that you started the the podcast thing late? No. Mm-mm. Now, when, when I say started the podcasting late, I, I, I stop start I'll start podcasting late because now it seems like 
everyone has a podcast. Mm-hmm. How, so, many, how but, many of them made it past uh, 10 episodes? Let's but, 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 but hold up. Yeah. They, here, my point is this. Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. oh. he, he's going to be the, 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 the architect of this, this whole situation. Joe Rogan has been doing this podcast for a long ass time. Whether you like Joe Rogan or not, he was one of the first ones to really start putting down the, the podcast game when nobody saw the vision. What was it, about 10, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. And and it's crazy that, you know, with the, with the exception of, well, now when, when did YouTube come, in, come, to, come into play? 2006. Yeah. 2006, so early 2000s. So, so it's, it's crazy that everybody started putting that information out there. And, and, and it seemed like we were, we're late. We're not late, but it seemed like we are late. You know what I'm saying? Because because they've been they've been touching on subjects that we're kind of already kind of touching on now too. But but it's our perspective. But it's it's crazy that they they they've been they got 15 years on us mm-hmm. doing podcasting, man. Mm-hmm. So it, so we we are like because if you think about it, how many episodes we we're talking about 10 episodes right now. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan has damn near. A gazillion episodes, you know what I'm saying, and and then watching his podcast and watching all the different people that this dude brings on, it, it, I, I I know and knowing this guy, meeting this guy when you know being in the UFC and and talking to him and seeing him move, every person that he he's brought on, he's learned something from. He's gained he's gained the knowledge on so it's crazy to, to just see that process and it's, and and I'm, I wish we would have been doing this in our community. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have been doing this sooner. You know what 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 to see you development from from uh, you being you know your 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 dad coming from uh, from Africa and and you doing your having your journey and talking about your journey you could have helped a whole lot of people who were on the same journey as you. Listen, that that's football a, wise, a whole, if you would. It, Whole nother podcast. Calm down. Oh, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> woo. Oh, man. Oh, see, hey, woo. That story yes. has plans. Yes. That story has plans. Yeah, you know but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that because I, I know you want to do, do that. Just think if you would have been doing this 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Along with, with DJing and how how powerful it would be right now if you would have kept it consistent mm-hmm. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. But that's it, crazy. I think things come when we are ready and I think even the podcasting space is more about perspective. Uh-huh. Are we late or are we early? Mm. If like think about what's really coming down the pipe as far as amplifying voices, real contracts, they still ain't figured out contract structure. Mm-hmm. They still ain't figured out ad space like that. Mm-hmm. People are still experimenting on everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay. watching people like like there are some people who are bigger risk takers in podcasting. Like Joe Budden is a risk taking nigga when it comes to that, okay. that realm. When it just why well, is it, it why, and why is it because he talks shit? No, he it, or, or what? What is it? What it, what is it that makes him a risk taker with podcasting? He doesn't just take it for the checks. He he sees something beyond when that he understands a very simple concept. If I'm an artist and they're offering me thirty million, how much am I really worth? Mm-hmm. How much am yeah. I really bringing? And how can I get to that? Mm-hmm. Right. So he's always gonna, he's just doing it. He's trying out different shit. He's on with starter companies doing different things. But, but you know who was saying that shit before Joe Buttons? What's that? Master fucking P. Of course. 
Master P was stuck, man. We thought Master P was we thought it was crazy. Who did? Y'all no, might no, have. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, 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 no, we're not saying, not saying, uh, you know, us in particular. Yeah. It, we're talking about outside people who weren't listening to Master P. But Master P was talking about all these things 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Ownership. Yeah. Talking about uh, doing this and doing that. He was talking about this. Uh, 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 fifteen years ago, but I, you gotta remember, like the reason of the the, the reason of the country I come from is get it out the trunk. Like I come from Texas and watching Lil Flip, watching Master P, no doubt, it's, yes, P, that was ingrained. It's always go get it and go hustle and go get it and owning shit. Like I've never known nothing different. We weren't searching for deals. You get what I'm saying? So my whole perspective of, especially in music and business, has always been about going to get it and cultivating your own. No doubt. Cultivating the people around you. Bro, like, the one that we think we talk about it. Master P, the best thing about Master P CDs was getting the previews for every other artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, man. Yeah. So yeah. this was ingrained in, in, in us. So it, that's why when I said who... We never looked at it like that. We always looked at that as the blueprint. There was no other way. Yeah, man. Us. Like, because we knew what they were about, yeah, what they were doing. You like, right. We weren't looking for an easy check. We were like, man, we got to go make it on our own. We're going to go make it happen. Yeah. And to make it happen, we need to make sure the people around us is happening. And we need to come together and make this syndicate move. But, but like, see, it was a lot easier for y'all in Texas, though. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't easy for us in Nebraska. Mm. Because, because, again, bigger population in Texas. Uh, especially with with, with with a with a black following down in Texas. Here, you know, we if, if we wanted people, especially of color, to 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 purchase our music, you know, we 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 had we was trying to do the go to the trunk thing as well, but our population wasn't that big. Mm. You know it's, what I'm saying? So so you know, again, that's our that was our struggle here. Yeah. So we because we was doing the same exact thing because we not New York, mm-hmm. we not we not L A, you know, hey, we know, but y'all Texas. Y'all, y'all still had that. Y'all still, hey, y'all still had that before the internet. Y'all still had that population of Negroes and Hispanic dudes that are down there uh, buying, buying up the music. When you, if we're, if we're talking about that here in Nebraska, you go on, you go on uh, uh, twenty, you go on thirtieth uh, and Ames and try to sell your CD. You're not gonna have a lot of people. But I buy your shit. I don't think that's due to size. That's due to the culture in the South. Everybody will tell you the South mm-hmm. is friendly. Everybody wants to see people eat. This is the same narrative that's going on in Atlanta. Everybody, regardless if I really like you or not, knows to not bite that man's hand to make sure that they eating too to put them on. Our circuit down there is not a. It wasn't the people. I would think it should be easier, but it's it's different because of the mindset. Yep. People want to see you fail in places like this, mm-hmm. not see you win. Why? Well, but because is it because the population is so dense and everybody and everybody's trying to get it, so you have that crab in the barrel mentality. That's, is it because of the is it because of the population? Not because of the population is because what they made the population believe the only way you can make it is only one of y'all can get it. Mm-hmm. So when they make you believe only one can get it, then you start to grab at everybody. Mm-hmm. See, uh, down there they knew it, they knew it was no limit. To, that's why he called the shit no limit. There is none, so we can all eat, and it would actually makes more sense if I'm feeding you and you got fans, and I bring you on my show. You got my fans, and I got your fans. So then we go get them. This is just simple math. It's addition. But we we know it. We days. know that. So, but here they when we talked about the gatekeeping, like mm-hmm. this is the issue mm-hmm. when it when it's it's, it's it, the gatekeeping here is about castration. Mm-hmm. They want to leave you with one nut. 
<laughs> and there can't be but one of y'all cows with one. Hey, but but but, they, but, they, but you got <laughs> gatekeepers, but I call them AKA hoarders. They be trying to hoard on to everything, mm-hmm. hoard on to to all the businesses, and hoard on to all the all, all the money. Yeah, you got then they're hoarders as well. So it's crazy, man. But but yeah, any small to me, any small population areas, we we don't we don't we do not have a lot of uh, we, we, we can go full circle. We don't have a lot of businesses that we own. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of venues that we own. Mm-hmm. We, so so guess what? That controls the music in, 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 in its in itself right there. That part because I mean back in the nineties we had Leolas. We had Leolas. We had, we had we had uh uh all the. We we had our own. Uh, we had the Go Ahead magazine. Mm-hmm. We had we we had the information being spread around, being being spread around the communities, and we had we had the radio station. But it goes back to what Young God said. His goal is, which is starting a media company. So that's what podcasting is. That's what journalism yeah. is. That's what photography. All of this stuff, radio. This stuff is all elements of media. Media and like that's why it's important. Like before television, radio was how people. But you, but you can't. But you, hey, you can't. Not negate the fact that that radio is still powerful. It's very, that's why podcasting yeah. is yeah. in the space that it is. And I mean, as you start talking about Web 3.0 and metaverse and all of that different stuff, you can start creating digital environments in which mm-hmm. you can have immersive environments yeah. to check out your podcast. You could have a streets A and R metaverse room in which you sitting in a digital replica. But just remember, we hey, you still have those people who don't know nothing about any of that. For sure. So, so guess what they guess what guess what they would rather do? Turn on the radio. And that's why it's that's important. why and that's why you give them that information. But that's why what you're saying is very key. Like yeah. the dinosaur radio itself is never dead. Um yeah, it's the, the, yeah never director of uh, programs, Paul Porter for BET. I yeah. had the opportunity to interview him. And one thing that he started was his own radio company. And he told me, if I was to ever start, make sure you get your radio company. So, like, it's people out there who got the game that's going to tell you. Now, we, we, we have a gatekeeper. Uh, um, and, and I'm, you know, I, I keep forgetting her name, uh, who owns a, a gazillion radio stations across the country mm. or did at one point. And th- that was from Omaha. Kathy Hughes. Kathy Hughes. And, and, I, and I, yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Um, Kathy Hughes owns, and she's from here. And I and I think she left. She left here a long time ago, but she was born here. Mm-hmm. Left, you know, and and started her radio empire and got it cracking somewhere else. But uh, and from what I understand, she was trying to she was buy, trying to buy up a few radio stations here. But uh, you know, but well, uh, but they wouldn't sell them to her, or I'm not for sure how that went. But even in that. Her, or she, she, she could at least have some type of master class, mm-hmm. or some type of some some type of some type of Kathy Hughes something in here here in town to to let 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 people know that hey, this is how you can make it. This is this is the format. This is this is how we made it, uh, and and this is how I established my business. Mm-hmm. So, it's- so so see, the, so the knowledge wasn't spread. Right. It was spread elsewhere. You spread it in L.A., you went to New York, you went to all these bigger cities, but you, you left behind the kids that could, that was still, that, that had the same, that could have had the same drive as you. Mm-hmm. You left behind the kids and didn't leave shit behind. All you, and, 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 I'm, and I'm sure I probably don't know nothing about her, uh, her business, business venues in, 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 in town. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure she tried to buy a few radio stations, but if you couldn't do that, where's, where's the offices? Where's the Kathy Hughes 
office or or or, or the class mm-hmm. teaching the kids how how to to set up the radio stations. Mm-hmm. Well, who's and I'm gonna just ask this: Who's asked her? And the reason I say that is because no, she, I, I've I've heard she's been asked. No, I don't know. I I don't know nothing about it. So yeah. what I'm saying is, <clears throat> um, does she maybe she felt like there was no body wanting that mm-hmm. and that could be her fault or it could be the people in her ears fault say no nobody want that here mm-hmm. you gotta you got we have a day in omaha that i've never heard of before in any other city that celebrates the talent here that had to leave to go make it mm-hmm. there is something to be said about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there is something to be said for some reason we have all this talent Re- resources here. man resources Re- Re- resources where where is the uh gabriel union uh, uh um classes Where's the Gabrielle Union classes? Mm-hmm. Gab- Gabrielle's from here, mm-hmm. and I, okay, I get it. You know, you're doing your thing outside, of, you know, outside of here, and that, and not. I don't expect everybody to come back to the neighborhood, but you got kids who look up to you, and they could be the next Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come, they could be the next Gabrielle Union. You know, it, it, that's why I respect Bud. Mm-hmm. Bud here, mm-hmm. you can see Bud in Walmart. That's <laughs> you can see Bud. You know, at the car place. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so if you got that kid, you know, who see the world champion in his own city, you know that I respect that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's that I respect that. Mm-hmm. You know, but people ask me, how come you're not gone? I could have left a long time ago. You know why? I can go any place. I, I can get on a plane and go any place I want to. Mm-hmm. But but what about the kids that you know that he, we we still have to spread the I'm I'm big on the spreading the knowledge thing. You know what I'm saying? So and I, that, that's why when doing the school tours, putting together the school program that I did, you know, teaching these generation of kids about the culture that they've grown up in, and then teaching them that it's our culture. And then and I know we're switching lanes again, but teaching these kids about the hip hop culture and and keeping it here for all of us, because because there's there's not been one um, elementary. Middle school, high school, or any type of college that um, somebody come up to me and say, uh, "I remember you coming to our school." Mm. Mm-hmm. I remember you. Co- I, mm. I remember you coming. You coming to our school in '03. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. How do you? <laughs> so 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 again. But we're still spreading the knowledge. I'm, I'm in West Roads in one of the, one of the malls here, and some lady came up to me and said, "Music, dance, and art." I was like, "Where where, where did that come from?" You came to my school ten years ago, mm. and I remember you talking about the culture of hip hop and that it was about music and then about dance and about art. I said, "How old are you?" She said, "I'm 28." Mm. So it's crazy, man. That mm. again, Gabrielle, Kathy, whomever, Warren. See, Warren Buffett ain't going nowhere. Mm. Warren, <laughs> Warren Buffett, he one of the richest dudes in the world. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Get guess where? Guess where LeBron James they got to come if they if they want a financial advice. Guess where Jay Z came? E mm-hmm. to get financial advice right down the street. They they they, they came. They they flew in their fr- private jets. Nobody knew that was in town. Sir. And guess who they went to go see? Sir. They 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 went to go see Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. And where did Warren? What, what what does Warren Buffett say? Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. In see, the neighborhood too. In the in the neighborhood, driving the driving a Cadillac. Man. Driving a car like he 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 ain't too and so if if you got the richest man one of the richest men in the world doing that why can't we have the average Joes doing that and you know and just feel some type of uh, loyalty to to where where you uh 
where you came from. No. Crazy. I don't know. Hey, you you right. get you say hey, you you can go back to Texas and still get uh, props. Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? It's in the plans. It's things. Right, that but that's what I'm saying. You, you you can still go back to Texas and get props because again, you 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 came up in an area and people still respect you. Mm-hmm. See? And so and so why can't we have these people who are prominent in, in these other communities come back to the community and teach our kids? But this is why I got a call back from earlier. This is why the importance of a title like legend is important. Mm-hmm. So the kids recognize who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Everybody, just because they made it, ain't a legend. You ask what qualifies. Yeah. You just named the criteria and didn't know it. Mm. That's Did one of them that, that could be. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's why we say these things. It's it's a bigger picture than just somebody being famous or known. It's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. We drilling down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Lupe with Drill Music Design. <laughs> drilling down. Now, now um, on the subject of hip hop. Mm-hmm. What are you what, what what are you guys listening to right now? What are, who what are, what are you listening to that's that that's moving the needle for you, uh, soul wise? Because because yeah, I know cause I I know you got all the music and I know you get all the all the players in the game with the record pools you deal with. But who who and good I know you as well. Who what's moving? Who's moving y'all right now? Man, who's yeah? Who's moving y'all right now? Man, I mean uh, one one person. I gotta, it gotta be one person. One person or a group. One person who moving me right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we actually just brought him in. You know, man. Shout out to LaRussell, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that brother's really doing some things on that music-wise, man. So, okay. like, that was one of the artists who I mentioned that I seen having big things popping this year. Mm-hmm. And we've been a part of helping. But why, but why is he moving you? What, is it, what, why, what, what qualifies this man man to, to – is it him as a person or is it is his music? It's 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 a little bit of both. Like I don't know him as a person, but the interactions I have, like it's genuine. Mm-hmm. But it's what he represents as far as like the artistry, um, the the art of emceeing and what music is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also knows how to make uh, very very in depth conversations palatable. Like he knows how to make this stuff digestible to the average ear. It's not. It's something that my guy Chickadibia called conscious ignorance. Yeah, no doubt. It's organized in a way in which the average person consuming it don't realize that they're consuming something great. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's funny. And so uh, I really respect his artistry and what he's bringing. You got to really check him out. All right. Hey, hey, what about you? Um, I could take an easy answer and say somebody that's been here, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go to a uh, wedding in uh, Phoenix mm. uh, with my fraternity brothers. And so... Corday had a show because anywhere I city I go, I'm gonna go to a concert. I'm gonna look on the app, no bands in town, find me a show. So I looked this up, and I thought one artist was gonna be there, but they weren't. Then these group of four niggas get on the stage, <laughs> and they going batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like people talking. I'm like, cap. I'm stuck. Like, who is these dudes? Because they're radiating, right? I can mm-hmm. feel them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in this shit, like from jump. And the way they going on cadence with each other, duh, 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 they moving. And I'm yeah. like, but they rapping, rapping. And it's a group that literally blew up on their first album this year. Now, who is that? Coast Contra. Course, you yeah. got to check. Yeah. Coast Contra, one of the toughest albums this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the spirit, and literally they're blowing up by even almost setting it up. like a, They have like a podcast, and they just get on there rapping. And they freestyling, they going 
crazy, and they did that as part of their promo rollout, and they still going now, even though the album been out for months. Uh-huh. And it's like, but the to see when you talk about a team and and that synergy that exists between them, you can feel you can feel mm-hmm. that shit. And when you in their presence, you really can. If you tapped in, you feel. I, I, that's I'm what I'm saying. You you I, feel it in your soul. You feel it in your soul. Bro, I came back was like, bro, y'all got to check these niggas. Like these, I, I was high, See, bro. And, and that's crazy that that you know that we got to find. We we can't find um, soul people that move your soul like that on radio. Mm-hmm. We don't. We we, we no. We can't. Because they force feeding that to you, and you got to go get it yourself. That's not the. It's just not the formula right now for a radio record. Mm. You got to remember. Also, you know, I grew up with the 106 and Parks. There was a time where even soul music. We had an episode on soul music, but there was a time where they soul music was for radio. Yep. There was a time where yep. Badu Duelle was on the top ten countdown. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like so, but right now that's not the formula for radio until you know. You know what the formula for the radio is. A whole bunch of Aaliyahs. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Think about that. A whole a whole bunch of Aaliyahs. Everybody look alike. Mm. Everybody look alike. Everybody sound like a whole bunch of Aaliyahs. That's the singing version. It's either that or the the homegirl on the women's side, the ratchet homegirl that everybody yeah. knows. And 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 why is it that why is it that 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 the women like the ratchet shit? But you know, every, you know, we all we all gonna like. Well, you know, yeah, but, yeah, hey, well, that's another podcast. Be our last but hey, but but I think it's just about speaking to a, a feeling of repression, right? Yeah. Like, in a lot of, like, a lot of women are repressed by the roles that they're supposed to be playing. Mm-hmm. Like, even sexually, right? Like, with a lot of women, they, especially in the presence of masculine energy, they are remorse to, they are rejoiced to relinquish control. I get it. So, like, with a lot of them, they're repressed by feeling these, they like that energy. Like, they on that same type of time. Like, one of the biggest mistakes I made when I was younger was thinking that sex wasn't as important to my woman as it was to me. Oh, shit. It's more important to your women. Yeah, yes, it is. Sex in a relationship and watch that relationship crumble. Even if they don't want it all the time, you, you know it means something to them. Like they're they're more willing to only give themselves to you than you are more willing to only give yourself to them. Mm. I get it. Yeah. So so but here let me let me um let me give you someone I've been listening to and I but I've been listening to ever since he uh, he first started. And I and I've heard all types of music. You and I've heard all types of artists um being sent to me through email, either either um or 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 just checking out all these different um, sites and even before they started doing all the music, um, the record pools, radio stations, uh, not radio stations, uh, uh, record labels were sending me all their new artists mm. all the time to play on the show. Mm-hmm. So one person that, that 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 stood out to me, and 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 that's crazy, what happened to him was 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 Nipsey. Mm. Now I'm gonna break I'm gonna break this down to you. You if you if you listen to Nipsey, okay, Crip this, blah blah this and all that stuff. From 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 the from the first album and from the first sentence, that man was talking about his community and bettering his community. Mm-hmm. And nobody and nobody even was no one was hearing the subliminal messages that he was already putting out there about doing for his, his community. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And good, just go go back to some of his first music. All right, mm-hmm. I got it. You 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 know he was already talking about doing it for his community, dog. Putting real estate, buying real estate. Mm-hmm. He was all the stuff that he we was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
just in the, in, the, in the past few minutes, this man was already talking about that in his first rap. He wasn't just talking about gangbanging and stuff like that. This, this dude was talking about bettering his community and doing for self and making money for yourself and respecting yourself. Mm-hmm. He was always he was he was saying all this stuff in some gangster shit or ass way. Mm-hmm. So he was he he was Johnny No Good mm-hmm. <laughs> before before he you know before he even started doing albums. Mm-hmm. Same stuff you were saying mm-hmm. and you was doing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just crazy, man, that 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 he was taken out in his own community. Mm. But he he was bigging up in his community from from day one. Mm. You see, but you see how three sixty things get. Yeah. And I and 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 ever since then, you know, cause I was I was I was already listening to him already before everybody's like, oh, Nipsey Hustle this and Nipsey Hustle this. I was already listening to him when he had the bare face mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I was already on that. But it's crazy that this man was already bigging up his community. And I was drawn to this man, his, his delivery. And everybody was like, oh, no, he just uh, imp- he, he just talking like Snoop. Mm-hmm. He just another Snoop. I was like, uh, I'm like, oh, there's a little difference. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. They, they, see, they, everybody on the West Coast got that cadence anyway. Mm-hmm. They got that cadence, that, that, that laid back cadence anyway. But it's still... I thought, and it's weird that uh, that Nipsey rapped better mm. than Snoop, mm. and, and because it, it, you just it, it's he just he he's been one of the guys that I'm listening to. I'm still listening to him right now. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's a few that's really they use they use where they came from and what they came out of as a reference mm. more than anything mm-hmm. and it, it it helps you just build the context they're trying to tell you the context of them so you can understand when they say certain things and you see how they move you have a good premise of why they're doing it mm-hmm. it's not to glorify and you can always tell that somebody that i i love and i big up all the time yes, sir. one of the best brightest minds is Vince Staples yes sir period yeah period. yeah you and you you're right and you're right like, to hear him in an interview and he just say, like they'll ask him a question, he's like, Oh no. They be like, you game man, no, we off that man. We ain't putting nobody on the set. Mm. Now he'll say it quick, and if you don't hear him, like, you mean to tell me that one of his solutions to ending some of this is making sure the big homies don't jump nobody else in. Mm. They don't put nobody <laughs> else on. Mm. So we know that if you say you from here, we know you lying because we didn't get you in. Mm-hmm. Cause they still got politics over there. So you can't just do that. Mm-hmm. But that's brilliant to understand that some of that may be all it takes at least in my section what i can help control yep like that right there like stuff like and it goes and, and, and it really and it really happens because that's what happened to a lot of ball players mm-hmm. is they don't be allowed yeah. to yep. be active they Bro. keep them separate so that they can go and do what they do. Or, 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 really or the police looking at y'all <laughs> where you 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 gotta stop. They were trying to call Richard Sherman a thug because he from Compton. He's like, I'm not a thug. He like he said they wouldn't let me if I wanted to because they knew he had a different mission. They said, No, 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 exactly. no. You go do this. You do this when this gotta be your life. Mm-hmm. This ain't gotta be yours. We see what you want, but that's a real oh, that's a real big homie move to be like. We know what your potential is. We got to make sure you go fulfill that because yep. you make us look good by doing that. Yep. You still represent. You still here. So that that's big homie and for real. So they really doing the big homie shit in a way that's going to be more productive and, and uh, make a more conducive environment for better. Like that's what they own. We just don't. We just don't hear because we ain't. We listen to the bullshit. But 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 hold on. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to switch lanes on y'all again. Because you uh, you from you from Texas, mm-hmm. okay? Who you riding with? 
Who you who who if you gotta get in somebody's car, who you get who who you riding with? UGK or Outcast? Riding with as far as what? Be music wise, you, you get you you jumping. Hey, you got to jump in the car. Which hey, is it is it UG is it UGK UGK or is it or, or is like Texas has its own ecosystem, bro. Like bro, I know people from when you think like people don't really understand when you not from Texas, you don't understand the ecosystem of music. That and when you say and when you say that, what you mean? I mean we rock our own hundred percent of the time, all the time. You can go to a club and not hear one record away from Texas and party all night. Wow. Like, that's how we used to be. Now music is more uh, integrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we grew up, Texas has, I know New York is like giving the mixtape capital shit, but I don't know. Mm. In Texas, it's a different style of tape Mm. and it's a different style. Like we didn't. It wasn't just the DJs giving tastes. Like, we weren't really making mixtapes. They were making albums. They just had to give them out their trunk or give them for free. And they were making them. I'm going to tell you, hey, I'm going to tell you something crazy. I was down in uh, in Houston mm-hmm. right when right, right when uh, when Screw died. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all they played. Mm-hmm. That's every car in the state of Houston or in the city of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's all you heard Chopped was screwed all that that whole that whole year. Mm-hmm. Right after he passed, I was there, mm-hmm. and that's all you heard. Mm-hmm. And it's and what people don't even understand, people are like there is no Texas music because Houston is a complete flip from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Two complete different musical styles, tempos, mm-hmm. cadences, mm-hmm. T- subject matter, mm-hmm. completely different. You're like in a whole nother place. Man, yeah, but, and so they when they say Texas is like another country, yeah, they not playing. No. So, cause you go, you go, Houston, you got Dallas music, and then what happens is Shreveport, Louisiana is on the border. Okay. So a lot of East Texas, where I'm from, was heavily influenced by Louisiana bounce music. Okay. Heavily. So we get the bump, 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 bump. The Foxes, all of them, like you know, what I'm saying, not just Boosie. Like we literally was in there. Hurricane Chris had joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fox a million had joints. Like we in the club bouncing around. But, hey, but like, the, so. and you you gotta think about this, man. Again, it just goes back to what we was talking about earlier. Y'all had the population. Y'all had the population. Y'all got y'all. Texas is its own country, and that's what I'm saying. So you had you know, y'all could sustain and stay in that area and eat in that area. We 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 could eat here in the, in the we could eat in Nebraska, but but come on, man. Yeah, but y'all yeah, yeah. fight for the same meal. Mm. But but see, but but see, this, that, that, also, but if we're fighting to, to to cook the same meal, then you got all the people that are around you and uh, and that um that that are eth- ethnically not not us. Mm. We got white folks that you know that they, they either either they with you or they not with you. And that's and that's how that's how the demographic is made up here. Mm-hmm. So, but in Texas, you can you can be down there and have that whole population of people supporting your music. Like you said, Nate, you didn't have to go outside of Texas to to, to uh to to make that money. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah, but you they still had to choose to support one another. Like that could have went the complete opposite way. They what um. Like with DSR in Dallas area, what they were doing, mm-hmm. what Swisher House were, were doing, um, like, and to bring up the people outside of Swisher House to work with them, um, to bring them in the fold in general, like Chameleon there, 
Uh, big pokey, all them type of people. You then you got Slim Thug, Paul Wall popping up, and they still rocking with them, and they working with Switcher House artists, and they working with you know what I'm saying like they everybody was working with get, everybody. You know, and that's what I'm saying. It still took them to recognize we'll pop if we make our shit pop first. Mm-hmm. So if we all got the spins, somebody going front, not from here, is going to realize who the hell are y'all spending all the time? We got to get that. Yeah. So it, they understood the that business aspect of the only way to get spins is to spend the shit. So we got to make sure everybody's on rotation. We getting it going. And you just got competition in, in itself. Competition is good. So they was... We working it out. But see, being all right, but then being in the community and doing all the things because I know we we I know we not gonna be on a podcast for a thousand years, but but I wanted to ask you this openly because you know you've been from Texas and you you've seen that. What do we need to do collectively as artists, mm. as uh, as DJs, as people in our culture here? What what do we need to do collectively to make it make it pop for us mm. here? Mm. See, see, now you are you are you a Texan. Coming to Nebraska, so so I need to ask you that again, and I, I need to raw. I need to raw. You need you you to look out to these people Man. and tell these people what we need. They don't be one of the truth. The they first, don't matter. I don't. We don't care first. what they want. They, we just tell them, man, because because you come you come from yeah. the community supporting music. You come from uh, the uh, uh, radio uh, supporting their artists. Mm. What do we need to do, man? The first thing you got to do is, is tell the truth. If you ask, you ask. Get out the way. Thank you. You ready? That's the first thing you have to. You have to be able to ready to put your best foot forward. Mm. So if your artist, this artist ain't that great, don't be hyping them up like that. They they great. Mm. You got to tell them they ass, and they got to be like, all right, how do I wipe my ass? <laughs> so you got to be. We got to be open for constructive criticism. Mm. One thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is worldwide. I've just been here for the last nine years, like. Uh-huh. We are not open to real criticism. Mm. We think we well, you're, you're right. all this shit is hate. Mm. And I'm like, no, that's love. Mm. They're trying to tell you where you're deficient at. Mm-hmm. So listen to the people that's trying to give you the pointers. Not just say, oh, that shit weak. Hey, man, you that wasn't that good. You could have did this. We could have did this. You need to bring this up. My man, my man Montreal, when Soul was here, you played him a song. He's like, no, nah, you need to do this and this and this, right? He don't know you from a can of paint. You could have took it a certain way, but he didn't shit on you. He was like, no, this is yeah. literally what you need to start working on to make it better. Now, it's up to you to either be in your feelings or not. You get what I'm saying? But so how funny is that you mentioned that? Because everybody that came up to the radio station to be on the radio station with, with me got critiqued. And you made them do a freestyle session yeah. beforehand. Hey, yeah, yeah, you, you, so, and you had to bust. Yes, sir. If you, so if you, if you, if you was whack, I told, I told you to go back to the lab. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get this right. Yep. Get this right. And, you know, you didn't get shitted on, mm-hmm. but nah, this ain't ready. This ain't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then, you're right. You need that alert, that first line of defense. I think is is the the truth telling and being okay with accepting the truth, so you can actually move on how you can uh, improve yourself. Like we got to be ready for improvement, not thinking that our shit don't stink. Mm. And and then too, um, I think we need to really realize the collect the power of uh, a community collective of of working as a as a unit, mm-hmm. of putting the keeping mm-hmm. the dollars in the place. Mm-hmm. And in music terms, it's literally like, don't just tell me I'm dope. Why haven't we did a track together? Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why haven't we worked? Mm. And it don't take much. Mm. Or is your ego too inflated? You think you the big dog, and then you think you the big dog, so mm. y'all don't work. 
Instead of just saying, man, I, I fuck with you, I fuck with you too. Mm. Should be like some romantic. But, but, it should, but and nowadays, nowadays it should be easy. Send the verse, send the verse and put it on the track, right? Mm-hmm. But somebody looking, somebody thinks they're higher than the other. This is why I mentioned mm. So Okay. And sometimes it is. Sometimes one is. Now you got to realize, are you doing this um, as money? You know, you can actually big them up. Or are you looking at it as I want to bring them along with me, mm. which is okay with either. But we got to be, I told you to tell the truth, we got to be upfront. Mm. Hey, man, I got this many followers in my music and I really do this. Like, I'll give you a verse. I give you. I might give you the homie discount, but it's going to cost. Mm. And just being okay with that, if that's what it is. Mm. Or if you you like, no, I really mess with you. I want to look out for you. I'm going to give you this verse. I'm going to give you this verse. The big time artists still do this. Mm. Lil Baby gifted uh, Vince Staples his verse on his album. Mm. He didn't charge Vince. But it's like Jill Scott and Big Crit ain't charging each other because they just work on each other. They bartering, mm-hmm. right? So it's 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 getting to that, like seeing value and, and being okay with exchanging if you truly feel they that great. Because mm. I think most of them don't feel that these, everybody that great. And nah. they just won't tell mm. them to their face. Mm. Well, you know, um, I know you, uh, you guys know who Queso is, right? Okay, and I, I talked to him a couple of times. You know, do him doing music down in Atlanta. He's been trying to trying to get a movement going to where he's trying to bring everybody together too. Mm-hmm. So, so that you know, I, I got to acknowledge that fact that hearing him talk and hearing him wanting to bring all these people together uh, collectively, uh, you know, you like you said, it's a start. You got to you got to come together collectively to to, to help each other out. Mm-hmm. And I think again, the crab in the barrel type. Type th- to type mind state, you know. What I'm saying you got to stop it. We got we got to get together. Yeah, like when we we've done these shows and like we put shows together. And the one thing I always tell my artists, even if they charge and it's giving them the opportunity to work, and the people here to work with an artist not from here that may have a bigger following, mm-hmm. and they when we talked about La Russell, mm-hmm. La Russell got a huge a, following. A, a huge following. He got a project and he's using some of the homies shit legitimately. Mm-hmm. On his already recorded, ready mm-hmm. to go. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was like, "No, that shit don't work with y'all." I said, and it's like Chuck came here. Chuck, you know, we got Chuck Indigo here for the sneaker soiree. Chuck recorded something with one of our uh, talents here, mm-hmm. and just off the strength, took him to the play. Like, yo, this place is dope. Boom, let's record. Even just knocking the the cobwebs off, and just saying like, "This is helping me get to a space where I want to create again." It's mm-hmm. building that. And it's working with people who, you know, believe again that belief word like. But but you but you had as and I, I suggest to any artist because you know because um and 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 these fake ass promoters mm. that are that here in town making us all look bad because I, I I'm gonna put that out there too if you are a fake promoter mm-hmm. thinking you promoting anything out here mm. to to better the culture not stop it. You know, if you if your your shit always flopping and, and flip flopping because you're not doing good business, mm. stop being a promoter. Mm. But but mm. I was at one of one of the, one of the uh, uh, hip hop joints, and I had to tell all the artists to stop acting like bitches. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean by that? Now I gotta know what you mean. Get specific. I said stop acting like bitches because everybody everybody get on they get on the internet. And think that they've made it, like you said. Mm-hmm. You got a few views, you know. You got a you know a couple thousand views, you know. You oh, I'm sorry, you got five thousand views. You you think you made it, but there, you're not touching anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not touching anybody in your own city. Mm-hmm. 
Nobody sees you at shows. Mm. Nobody sees you start, uh, selling merch. Mm. Nobody sees your flyers. Because, you know, because you still can put the flyers out there. Mm-hmm. No one sees you out there paying for uh, for advertisement on television or radio if you're thinking you're dope. Mm. It, no no one's putting the work. They just do it. They're just putting stuff online and thinking they're stars. Mm-hmm. But you got people in your own community that don't know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. So stop acting like bitches. And, when I, and, that, and that's just a metaphor to me saying stop being on the Internet thinking that you've made it when no you, you're not touching nobody. Can't nobody touch. I'm touching Johnny right now. Mm. You know, can't, can't nobody touch you. You know, can't nobody have a conversation with you that know what your personality is. Mm-hmm. So, so if anybody know who Johnny is, they they you know that you, you know you can't come up to him with no bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you can't come up to you with, with you know with with the with the buffoonery. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But but you gonna hit them with the knowledge and you and they know that you know you you are a talented man. Yes, sir. So, but if if if, if all you was doing is just doing internet stuff. They're not gonna know who. They, hey, they're not gonna know to come not to come up to you mm-hmm. with that BS. Yes, sir. Or eat. Same thing with you. You knowledgeable man, doing stuff for community. But if they don't know you and come up to you and they just see you on the internet and 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 don't they don't touch you or have a conversation with you mm-hmm. and, and rub you the wrong way, they don't know because you ain't out there. Mm-hmm. Putting in the work. Yeah, they don't know. Like I be at the gym four times a week and put these. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying. You know, people just don't know. You know, and, you know. So you you got to put in the work, and you got to you you got to get out there politicking. You you know you got to politic just like in the days of selling Trump, uh, uh, your shit out to Trump. Mm-hmm. You got to politic. You ain't got to kiss nobody's ass, but we hey, that we got to know who you are as an artist. For, for us to support you yeah man it's 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 truly important it's more important now because it's such easy access and easy starting points to get into music how are we gonna be able to separate you what'd you say johnny separate the wheat from the tear yes sir yeah. how are we gonna be able to separate you if you the truth like you gotta be you gotta put that work in like you got, you got ten thousand views uh, but with no record sales mm. Mm. You, you you got you got ten thousand where, where your support at mm. Young man, where you where you support at? Mm-hmm. You got ten, you got twenty thousand views. Oh man, I got a million views. You got five people at your show. Mm-hmm. They like you for the antics of the look. Not, not so the- so again, <laughs> you got to be out there touching people. Mm-hmm. You got you got to touch some people, mm-hmm. and then, and uh and that the same thing with our reality. Yeah, you, you you know who uh, who reality is, right? I don't. See, see, no one knows reality by his 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 first name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do, I do know come, reality. Come on, come on. I do know come reality. On. Come you on, come on. Uh, uh, you talking about ah, ice? Listen, listen. Ah, bow. Come listen, on, come on now. I forgot come, for a second. Come on, you know man. Listen, I, I do come remember on, reality so, when he was so, when he had the Mortal Kombat thank, beat. And thank all of that you. Shit. Come, come on, man. Crazy. Hey, come on, man. Come, okay. Everybody that's been doing music for the past 15, 20 years have came up to the station at least once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they, so when the time hey, I see him out there putting it, you know, doing his doing his work and get doing the shows, et cetera, et cetera. But the question I need to ask him now is who you putting on? Mm. Mm. Who you putting on now? Mm. Okay. Who you know, I know we know you're trying to establish yourself, but who is that guy, you know, from Omaha? Mm-hmm. Sitting in the cup waiting with you. I will say. Going, going to all your shows with you. I will say. Oh, yeah. Let me introduce you to my homeboy, 
Johnny no good, blah, 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 blah. Say he put his boy Table in position. Yeah. He did look out no, no, for table. No, table is from here. Table yeah, is from table. here. Table okay, so that's what I'm saying. That, hey, so I don't know. So that's what I'm asking. And that was before Man. That was before the fame. He established fame, came back for Table, and Table doing his own yeah. thing right Thank now. Thank you. And, See, and, and that's and, what I'm talking about. And, and there's a trickle-down effect because I think he fucked heavy with Chink Diamond. Yep. Okay, and, do you see what I'm saying? So that's what, oh. man, come back, come get him. Yep. Come get him. That's all we're talking about. Yep. Yes, sir, man. We're going to have to do a part two. Man, we're, we're doing, we're going, hey, I know we, it's time to wrap it up. I know they, 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 see, this is when you know it's time to wrap your podcast up when everybody looking at their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody I'm like, checking, oh. Man, I'm checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, yo, man, I appreciate y'all having, having and I know we, we've been all over the place, man, but but having this conversation is what we need to have. Mm-hmm. Having a dialect is what we need to have, and and, and spreading the knowledge is what, what we need to do. Yes, sir, yes, sir man. Man. You got it. I'm good. Man, that's it, man. We, we just, ate today. Yeah, we ate. <laughs> we ate full. You know what I'm saying? But just thank you again for who you are, what you represent, for the culture. Just represent music, hip-hop, everything you always been about. You one of those people who took the time to actually listen to the music. You would see me out. I still remember I seen you on 16th Street at the corner store. You asked me what new music I had, sent you the Can I Live, before I dropped the Zig Tape 2. You put it on the uh, radio. It was on the radio. It was on the radio the next day. Yes, sir. So, like, just thank you for being authentic Man. in yourself Yo, and with your word, bro. And what do you, Houston? What you got coming up? I feel like you finna go whoop some ass real soon. <laughs> oh nah, man! Hey, the, the, the funny thing about it is, and this is a great way to, to outro, is that um, we're doing the the, the bare knuckle thing. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the bare knuckle cha- championship. It's like a you know, it, it's it's boxing. Without the gloves, mm-hmm. and you know I'm I'm built for that. Mm-hmm. that, that that's that that's easy. No yeah. kicking, no no <laughs> knee in, no no takedowns. Guess what? This is just us straight up whooping each other's ass, and and the whole object is not to get hit. And I ain't got hit yet. <laughs> yeah. So so um that's coming up. Um I got um the the culture shot school tour where we're going to the schools and teach the kids about hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. That's about to go viral. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we we just did a, a we we just paid some money. To get a three sixty uh, uh, degree program to where we we were literally gonna put the uh, the culture shock school tour in, in, into the schools mm. into all the computer classes and all all, all OPS schools starting with OPS they'll be able to learn about uh, uh, the culture of hip hop individually going and and, and talking about the, maybe maybe same graffiti art mm. have a guy doing graffiti art have we have we have a a part of that whole entire video where the kids can do the video, the, the video, or they can do the graffiti art themselves. Mm. Uh, they get the history, the whole thing on each each subject matter, and and, and it's all three sixty degrees. Mm. So so it's 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 something that's not been done, and it's gonna be dope, man. Once we once we launch it this this school year, it's gonna be crazy. And then um, uh, what else? Uh, still working on the podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. Got got something big coming up with that, and then um. Working on man, just movies, yeah. all the all, and and then like we said, the pandemic was you know it, it was it was a bad thing that happened. A lot of people you know, but you had to step your game up, and it, it made me step my hustle up like mm-hmm. like like anybody else. Yeah. And so, I found out that if you're gonna work hard, work hard for yourself. Yes, yeah. sir. That's man, what it is. That's it. So so <laughs> check out hey check out all the social media sites of course on on, on social media under Houston Alexander, and that's it. So. And and it's it's still hard to um to accept the the legend the legend thing, but I understand where you're coming from. Where having that title has weight, yes, to a certain degree when you need it to have that weight. Mm-hmm. So, but but also if I gotta be a, a legend, 
I'm going to be a servant in the end. That part. Mm-hmm. Just like a map, man. The legend gives you the, the, the outline. That part. And that, and that, that, that's that's that's, that's the graffiti art too. Yeah. I'm still I'm still heavy in the. Everybody's been asking me for some graffiti art too, man. I've been doing the graffiti art thing too. So it's it's crazy, man. How things go 360 with things you love doing it because it's 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 not work. Mm-hmm. It's not work if you love doing it. That part, man. Man, it's been one of them. Man, we appreciate y'all, man. You know where to find the streets and R mm-hmm. uh, at streets A and R everywhere. You know, subscribe, comment, mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. man, hey, are you uh next show? Are you gonna wear the biker shorts with butt cheeks cut out? <laughs> Maybe so, man. Maybe so, man. It's hoochie daddy season. I done had these for about three years. Y'all been late, man. I've been, I done wore these in one of the parades. Man. <laughs> Listen, man, when you be squatting and shit, you gotta show them like you little skinny oh. legs. Get on out of here. And Johnny, Johnny talked about getting them new jellies, the new Jordan jellies with the light ups in the bottom. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Listen, with the British Knights, man, be out here. I click the mugs together just at nighttime, extra little step in this stuff. Man, I'll be out here. He gonna just be running by the bar, just like Uh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go online and give me some pro wings. We good, man. It's going out. Well, for sure, man. We appreciate our guest, man, Houston. Uh, I appreciate y'all. And uh, it's your host, Giddy Jicky, with it. It's your other host, Johnny No Good. And we out, man. Peace. Beats, the beats, the flow, the flow, the rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm. All movement starts from the streets.